Good morning and happy Saturday to you. It is November the 11th. It's Veterans Day in the year of our Lord 2023. And so to the veterans who are among us, thinking about those in the United States, we salute you and we thank you and we bless you. Today, we've got a Holy Spirit story. It's called The Neighbor Three Houses Down. Our text is always on Saturday, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Hear now the word of the Lord. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. Today's Holy Spirit story comes to us from Lorraine Bolware, from the great state of Mississippi. It carries the quality of what I call the everyday supernatural. There's so much to see here. The way walking opens up new vistas for the Spirit's work. The matter of neighboring, the issue of food becoming literal daily bread, and the sheer compassionate care of Almighty God, not just for people, but persons. The Holy Spirit is always conducting the orchestration of the ordinary all around us. He will do it with our willingness and even through our resistance at times. Below you will read the story in Lorraine's own words if you're reading, and if you listen, which those of you hearing my voice are, you'll hear it in her own voice. I have my favorite Holy Spirit story. It proves to me that God is in control and we are His sheep. I'm not in shape. I've never been a runner or consistently exercised as I should. In central Mississippi, it's just so hot outside. My neighbor and friend down the street suggested we walk to church for our Wednesday night supper. The kids were already there for choir practice, and she loves to walk. Well, I agreed, and we walked the few blocks to our church. As a single mom on a limited income, my precious church people would often send me home with leftovers from Wednesday night supper. David knew that his cream spinach was my favorite. Well, this night after we ate, I was presented with a full and heavy styrofoam container filled with leftovers. I didn't want to refuse because he was so kind, but I knew I was walking home, and I didn't want to walk home with this huge container in my hand. So off we went. Poor Patty had to hear me complain the whole way. I didn't want to be walking, and I didn't want to be carrying this food. For two blocks, I went on about it. As I neared my house, there was an elderly woman outside her house sweeping her porch. I had never seen her, even though she lived three houses down from me, because she'd never been outside, I guess. Being Southern, we greeted her and said hello, and she responded. Then my mouth opened, and I said, Would you like this plate of food? I have no idea where it came from. I was a little embarrassed when I said it, because it might be insulting or suspicious to the sweet lady sweeping her porch. What she said next surprised me so much, and this is the reason I'm writing this story. She said yes. Then she said, I'm a shut-in. I always get my meal on Wednesday night from my church, but they didn't have a meeting tonight. So I was just asking God where my supper was going to come from. I told her, I guess it's me. 
I rejoiced immediately that God used my whiny spirit to walk and deliver a full styrofoam plate to my neighbor in answer to her prayer. God's story, not mine. I have to remember that and just be amazed to see what he's doing and be grateful to see it and sometimes get to deliver it. The Prayer Abba, Father, thank you for this story of your supernatural kingdom at work in ordinary, everyday life. This is where we all live. Thank you for Lorraine's humble honesty and yet her willing participation to go with the story you were weaving into being. Thank you for our neighbors, especially the ones three houses down who we hardly ever see, if at all. Open our hearts to them. In fact, we offer ourselves as your neighborhood walkers and prayers, as your prayer walkers. Help us to listen to what you might be speaking over our neighbors and agree with you in it and be ready, open, and willing to participate in how you will sow your kingdom among us. Praying in Jesus' name, amen. The question, do you know your neighbor three houses down? Confession, I don't know mine yet. It's so easy these days to not know our neighbors, isn't it? How about rather than getting busy with a to-do list, what if we entered into a season of consecrating ourselves unto Jesus for His purposes in our neighborhoods and then followed the Spirit's promptings? Sound like a plan? Something tells me a lot more Holy Spirit stories might flow from this approach. In the hymn, today we're going to sing our Saturday song, Sanctuary. You know the words. We'll sing it through twice. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. And Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy. Tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Amen. Well, sowers, it's Saturday. We'll be walking the Saturday paths today. I'd encourage you just maybe consider walking your neighborhood today, just maybe just your street. Just invite the Holy Spirit to 
help you pray. Just walk down the street, and and if you know who lives there, pray for them by name. Just say their names to Jesus, and then linger and listen a little bit. I mean, you can keep walking. This isn't necessarily a power walk we're talking about. We're not trying to double multitask and get our exercise in, although that wouldn't be bad. We're actually trying to pay attention. We're trying to move at the pace of Jesus, which is three miles per hour. Jesus walked everywhere he went. We're trying to get the pace of Jesus and listen to the person of the Spirit. Become attentive to like how many neighbors you might not even have any idea who they are. I know in my last neighborhood, I knew hardly anybody. I'm embarrassed about that. This is a weakness for me. But it's not to get down on yourself. It's just to sort of orient yourself a little bit differently. It's aligning yourself with Jesus. You don't have to do the work. He is the worker. He is the one who does it. We have to simply put ourselves in the way of Jesus, move with him. Listen to Him. Abide in Him. There it is. Abide. Participating interactively with the grace of God. Interactively abiding with the grace of God. You remember from our entry yesterday, continuing in the grace of God. Pressure's off. The power's on. The pressure's off. Learn to move in that way of receiving first and releasing Breathing in first before breathing out. This is the pattern of grace. Often we get out of the pattern of grace, and we're, we're such workers and doers and strivers. Well, I'll leave it at that on Saturday. You get what I'm talking about. And I look forward to seeing you on Monday for Chapter 14, our last week in this first tranche of Acts Gospel. Acts Gospel. It is Acts Gospel. It's the Acts chapters 1 through 14, and uh, we'll complete it. We'll finish the race this next week, at least the first half. This is the half marathon, right? (laughs) 13.2. We should put stickers on our cars. We've run half the marathon of Acts chapter 14. I'll leave it there. I'll look for you on the field today. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.